The following content was approved by 10 niggas out of 10. Five dark skin, four light skin, and the weekend. Start the show. Horrors in this house. There's some horrors in this house. There's some horrors in this house. There's some horrors in this house. I said certified freak. Seven days a week. Wet ass P word. Make that pullout game weak. Yeah. 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 You effin' with some wet ass P word. Bring a bucket and a mop for this wet ass P word. Give me everything you've got for this wet ass P word. Beat it up, N word. Catch a charge. Extra large and extra hard. Put this P word right in your face. Swipe your nose like a credit card. Hop on top if I wanna ride. I do a kegel while it's inside. Spit in my mouth. Look in my eyes. This P word is wet. Come take a dive. It continues uh, along these lines. Uh, and it gets significantly, significantly more vulgar. Like, oh, a, a lot more vulgar. Niggas plus information plus alcohol equals opinions while black. Your black ass cheat sheet for the week in foolishness and fuckery. I am your boy Oz. And I've only had one cup of this alleged whiskey <laughs> lemonade mix. Um, there's an asterisk next to lemonade because I don't detect any in there. It's like lemonade seasoning sprinkled in there somewhere. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. I, I had not made, I had not brewed us an actual one of my uh, uh, trademark drinks yet. In, a, in quite some time since probably the old studio and uh, since this is like the first episode in the triple digits episode 101 101 we're, st- we're sticking to our guns we're skipping 100 until we can do it right yep um, I figured this was a great time to pull out something special my patented whiskey lemonade um, as long as that's all you pull out uh, pause <laughs> so before we go any further, I want to thank the people at Team... Uh, I want to thank all of our people that rep Team Oz. Um, but in particular, a upper echelon member of Team Oz has been... I can call him a day one. Um, DJ Byrne okay. uh, sent us a little care package. Oh, This is the first time Randall is seeing this. This is fancy. What is this? This is, this is fancy. Uh, I'm going to let you... Wow. Unravel okay. that. All right. Be careful. It's glass. glass. Damn. It's glass. It's sticky. light. You can drop it easily. Okay. I'm going to let him. This is. Oh, it's like sealed sealed. Oh, it's sealed sealed. Okay. Yeah. You got to be careful. All right. Oh, shit. Is this a, is this a plaque? It's a plaque. Wow. It's a, it's a commemorative plaque. It's a commemorative plaque. Opinions while black. 100th episode. Um, and it looks like a Spotify screen. That is dope. Like a like a like a now playing screen on your phone. We got the frame backing and everything for it. And a and a and a letter. Oh, do I get to read it? Uh, he gave he gave now he gave uh, each of us a plaque and each of us a letter. If you want to go ahead. Oh and snap! Read he's that letter. Man, he's he's balling in. Dated August fifteenth, twenty twenty. Got us an opinions while black letterhead. Got a letterhead. We don't even have letterhead. <laughs> What the fuck? We don't even have letterhead. He got it. Go on, bust it. 100. 100 describes the dedication, commitment, and work that was put in place in order to get here to this moment. Ha <laughs> ha. 100 shows what it takes to turn a thought into an idea 
that idea into a goal and that goal into action. 100 reflects back onto the very first episode which aired June 28th, 2018. Yep. Wow. On behalf of the entire Opinions Wild Black family, I present you to these commemorative 100th episode plaques as a thank you for allowing us on this journey with you. And here's to the next 100 and beyond. See you at the top. DJ Byrne, but his government name. P.S. Oh, we got to blink that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me see. Should we, should we, should we, should we put them on blast? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Okay, and, we, and we'll definitely post black this. Business. So you can, yeah, black business. Uh, Lexi of at sassy and crafty, crafty two one six. That's at sassy and crafty two one six out of Cleveland, Ohio, is a creative mind behind these plaques. She's a small business owner, and that's why I had them made by her. She also sends her congratulations on your one hundredth episode and more. So shout out to DJ Byrne. Shout out to Lexi. We will definitely put you out there. These are some beautiful plaques. Um, we we don't deserve them, but we we do thank you, for man. It. We do thank you for it. Um, that is the truth. That this is this is this is this is more than we deserve. But God damn it, we'll take it. We'll take it. Shit. Um, thank you, Burn. Thank the, you, man. This the, is. I, I just hold up. Hold up. Soapbox moment. Soapbox moment. I'm sorry. Let's go. Soapbox moment. Get it off, bro. Um, Every week, we, we talk about giving flowers to people. Yeah. And there's, in, in an era of cynicism, um, an era of nastiness, and in an, in an era where it's a lot easier to tear people down than build people up, um, it's, it's always, and this is genuine, it's always very heartwarming to see people show appreciation in, in whatever form that it takes um we we again we genuinely thank you for this um you know we don't do it for any other reason than i bugged oz for a year to do this shit. <laughs> real talk but you know it's this is something that um we do it because we love doing it um it's therapeutic it's cathartic gives us an excuse to drink Yes, it does. As if you needed any excuses to drink. Um, and and all of the interactions and, and everything that go along with it, do, I promise you, do not go unnoticed. Even though I'm not online as much as him, um, he shares everything with me, and I, and I know that he sees everything. And we genuinely like do talk about this offline. Like, yeah, we do. Um, this is a community. And... You know, we're again living in times where sometimes it feels like we all we got. We we need a reason to laugh. We need a reason to to get these jokes off. Um, Community matters, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And let us continue to elevate each other. Um, I don't know, man. This this is this is a weird position to be in, where you know. I'm like, handing I, you plaques. Yeah, I, I, and, I, and I talk to people who listen to the show, and, and a lot of them are friends of mine every week, and they, they tell me how different 
pieces of different episodes affect them and, and it's like having conversation with people in a big room and you know they're no telling shit. you how they can identify with shit and it, it's this is it's uncanny y'all uh, and with that yeah go ahead and go ahead and oh yeah top off the container again oh yeah oh yeah there is a, an overwhelming whoa that's a lot whiskey lemonade uh, there baby. is a um it's it's like a waft of of liquor smell coming I from mean this. I'm drunk so that should just go to show you we're 10 minutes in I'm, I'm drunk there. Oh Ooh. man there's no ice to dilute this one either The classing and and just the level of classiness that people associate with something that I would have never called classy to begin with We say nigga way too much on this show <laughs> <laughs> to be considered classy I I just and whenever somebody calls a, a man it sounds very professional it sounds very classy I use the word pussy so much on this yeah. show. Yeah. And, and I, it didn't occur to me until Michelle Obama got a podcast. And the first thing she talked about on the on, on like last week's episode was um, how rough it is to have a period. Mm. I never thought I'd hear Michelle Obama talking about a period. And I was like, but look at my uncouth ass talking about pussy. Just recklessly. And... Uh. So the fact that people have us on their playlist along with other people that have been doing this way longer with the likes of uh, fucking uh, Jesus and Mero, Charlemagne, well, fuck Charlemagne, but, yeah. um, but you know, Joe the, Budden, the Reed, Joe, Joe Rogan. You listen to my podcast and Joe Rogan in the same in the same playlist. You are you. You a real, you a real motherfucker. I just want to say that. I do feel like a, a huge portion of the credit, though, and we we have again, we have to give flowers where they're due. A huge portion of the credit has to go to the back of Jason Whitlock's neck. <laughs> <laughs> Without him being an easy target, a lot of this not, would not be possible. Say we would not be where we're at. <laughs> God damn it! So here's to you, Jason Whitlock, and the the waterfalls of sweat. On the back of your neck. <laughs> God damn, that was wonderful. Uh, um, uh, with as long as we're talking about giving out flowers, uh, flowers this week uh, go to Miss Keita Haynes. Keita Haynes is a public is a public defender, legal advisor, and criminals and criminal justice reform advocate. This is according to her. Uh, website mm-hmm. Keita, uh, Keita Haynes was recently running for Congress in Tennessee um, she did not win but I think her story is amazing because um, Keita Haynes actually spent they said seven, oh she was oh, okay she spent she was sentenced to seven years in prison for a crime she did not commit um, she spent four years. She spent four years of that Ooh. in Alderson Federal in federal prison. Still a long time. Um, and a- after a- after constant appeals, um, she was uh, she was resentenced and released uh, since there is no parole in the federal system. Uh, she served a minimum sentence for a crime she did not fucking commit. Um, and was released in 2006, and ever since she has, uh, she went to law school. Um, she became a, uh, uh, an organizer for a community, an advocate, 
and she has come to run for Congress uh, this year. Now, she did not win because, you know, it's Tennessee. Yeah. Um, but uh, that alone, I think, is amazing. I think is I think we have to highlight that because the stigma of prison. Mm-hmm. We all know prison is created to it, it is here to create a, a permanent underclass. Correct. You can't vote. You can't get certain jobs, so you'll never be able to make a certain amount of money within uh, the conventional workforce. Um, so it creates a underclass that capitalism is dependent upon. And for somebody, a black woman, no less, to break out of that, get her law degree, become a public defender, mm-hmm. uh, become a, a notable advocate for her community, and then to go on and run for Congress is amazing and that that is when people talk about the american dream and the story of america yep that is the story we should be talking about a black woman named keita haynes so keita haynes uh thank you um congratulations on getting as far as you did um hopefully you're in hopefully you're you're in the next round of elections um i would love to i would love to see more wonderful things uh from this black woman also, this black woman is fine. Dope. And she's a Delta, so uh, okay. shout out to the lovely ladies of Delta Sigma Theta. To the oops. Um, having said that, going right to humans ain't shit. Oh, wow. Y'all, so uh, I guess probably the day after we recorded. <laughs> it always happens right after yeah. we record. Kamala Harris was uh, chosen as Joe Biden's running mate. No surprise there. Or, in Joe Biden's case, more like his caregiver. (laughs) (laughs) His handler. You know how Mr. Monk always had to have a caregiver solving mysteries with him and shit? His hospice worker. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, this stirred up a lot of shit within the community and the part that I'm most disappointed about is that um, we have seen lately that the the hoteps have evolved into a they 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 found a way to survive the times <laughs> like cockroaches. Well, they they have to evolve because everything that they've tried so far has has failed miserably, and they they haven't found the perfect cause to champion until until now. Until now. So, the Hoteps has splintered off into a new format that I did not foresee. Um, And if you go on Twitter and put hashtag ADOS, you will see exactly what I'm talking about. What does ADOS mean? American Descendants of Slavery. They are railing on Kamala Harris because she did not descend from American slaves. And there's a lot of things that people are... Now, now, let me be clear. The discourse happening behind Kamala Harris, I'm not opposed to it. I understand we have to unpack the things that are wrong with our candidates so we understand these things going in. And so, if they get elected, um, we can hold their feet to the fire. So it's important that we talk about these things because not everybody is going in um, fully educated on the issues. Having said that, 
her terrible policies on a lot of things are enough alone for the woke niggas to eat off of for weeks. We don't have to branch out into her family or into her family history. And it's a lot of things that just seem really ugly as far as talking about a black woman saying that she's not really black because she did not descend directly from American slaves. Her mother was Indian mm-hmm. and her father was Jamaican. Yeah. Jamaicans went through some shit too. And I and I know that one of one of the and it's exhausting. One of the debate points for people who subscribe to ADOS and and other people is that um you know, there are people who who like to state that American descendants of slavery had a distinctly different experience than you know, slaves who got dropped off, you know, a little bit earlier in the route, so to speak. Right. Um, yes, there there are different experiences that are had by all. Sure. My thing is, why the fuck does it matter? If you if you want to, if you want to hang her hat, if you want to if you want to get with her on her her police record, you know, her record in law enforcement or certain things that she's done while in office. Fine, that's what you should be doing. You should be holding people accountable. You should you should give her the type of scrutiny based on her policies and the effects of those policies. Absolutely. Hold her accountable for that shit. 100%. But this stupid ass argument about is she black enough? Fuck out of here. Shut the fuck up. Fuck out of here. And y'all didn't, and let me be clear. Y'all only just cooked this shit up. Because y'all didn't... Zoe Saldana been playing a nigga for years. And y'all ain't had shit to say about it. These people are proving that we've Zoe reached... Zoe Saldana definitely had black parents in drumline. Yes. I'm just saying. Anyway. We've, we've reached the intersection that they've wanted for years. Where the, the intersection of you're not black enough and you're a woman. And now we have a black woman that is not black enough for these niggas and they're having a field day and, and and as long as we're talking about let me also say holding it against somebody that they did not descend from american slaves is a batshit very specific hill to die on very specific very weird hill to die on and especially coming from a lot of niggas who just last year were talking about Oscar so white and how they were sick of, and how they were sick of niggas in movies being portrayed as slaves and how you were sick of being represented in the, in the media as slaves and as downtrodden now y'all want to put slave now y'all want to put slavery on your back because Kamala Harris is running for is running for vice president what the fuck is wrong with y'all what the explain to me what the fuck sense that makes. One minute y'all hated being represented as slaves, now y'all proud of it. Which is it? Is it Uchi Wally or is it one Mike? <laughs> is it black girl lost and shorty owe you fives? Well, a lot of a lot of those in the in the ADOS community at at the center of their argument is a demand for reparations. And again, that's that's a whole that's a whole other thing to unpack at another time, somewhere between now and the next hundred episodes. 
but if 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 that is your distinction between whether or not you will support someone, they get then again I say you are not recognizing the full diaspora of of Africans in America, black people. However, yeah, however you want to describe it. Any reason to play diaspora wars and gets on my fucking nerves. Just. Like I said, if you want to criticize someone, criticize them on their policies. Hold them accountable. If they're voted into office, hold them accountable. Keep everyone accountable. That's why we're in the fucked up position we are now. Because you got a dude in the office that's not being held accountable for a goddamn thing. Nothing. As a matter of fact, you know what we should be talking If y'all really want to rail on Kamala Harris about something, you know what we should be talking about? The fact that she's running with this man after she just got through 100% uh, dead ass on air telling people that she 100% believed Joe Biden's accusers for sexual assault. Mm-hmm. Called him a racist? Called him a racist to his face. We can talk about that shit. But y'all want to talk about that. Y'all want to talk about how she's light-skinned. And how she got a, a white husband and doesn't and doesn't descend from slaves. Cause she, cause she can't, cause she can't tell the catch whatever catcher Freeman story you niggas been telling. And second of all, nobody living went through slavery. True. Nobody living went through slavery in America. So stop putting what your ancestors did on your back, cause you have not gone through it, and you will never go through it. Hopefully. Let's hope. Let. I, the, it d- depends on the turn on the, on the results of this election. I'll say the way this election is going, I'm not so sure. But and and be proud of where you come from. Be proud of your lineage. But stop holding this over people's fucking heads like you did it. You didn't do it, and you can't. And guess what? Half of y'all that that are talking this ADOS shit can't name two of your ancestors that were slaves cannot name them by name i guarantee Mm. it i guarantee it and if you meet someone who can direct them to me i want to hear this bullshit have you motherfuckers still claiming that you that you 133rd cherokee get the fuck out of my face um yeah so yeah there's that song of the week um song of the week Victoria Monet has a new album out. Um, I like Victoria Monet actually. Uh, she's uh, she definitely did a. I can't think of the song now, but she definitely did a feature on another uh, song that's been on the the playlist before. Uh, we'll just get into it from her new album. Uh, this is Victoria Monet with Moment. Pour yourself something. Get comfortable. I definitely am. I, I'm pretty sure I'm drunk. And we'll be back with more opinions while black. Let's go. Look what your mind's a 
my back if you can't hold it Life is but a dream that you manifest it slowly So fuck a fantasy, this your motherfucking moment It's your motherfucking moment Life is but a dream Here we are inside of it And you're inside of me Until you work sure I fall asleep Finally you can add this moment To your memory Ooh, Take away your pain Give me all of your emotions Land it like a plane On my back if you can't hold it Life is but a dream That you manifest it slowly So fuck a fantasy it's your motherfucking moment It's your motherfucking moment It's your motherfucking moment Was moment by Victoria Monet. Nice little slow jam. You know, she's uh, as we've said many times about many other female artists on this on this show. Uh, she's telling it like it is. As a matter of fact, I want to point out a uh, I want to point out a specific line in this song. Um, Ooh, I'm gonna need some water. <laughs> you, can you bring me some ice? Yeah. yeah. Um. I want to point out a very specific line in this song. Land it on, land it on like a plane on my back if you can't hold it. She told a nigga to bust on her back if the pussy gets too good. Let me tell you something. If you have a problem with Cardi and Megan and WAP, you're not listening to your day-to-day music correctly. Because a lot of these motherfuckers are fucking nasty. A lot of these motherfuckers that you that y'all ain't that y'all ain't really listening to that good are nasty as fuck. And I'm not just talking about now. I'm talking about back in the day. Marvin was a freak. Uh, if I think about it, I'm sure there was a Temptation song that was nasty. Oh, a few of them. Isaac Hayes was a freak. Isaac Hayes was definitely. Teddy Pendergrass was a freak. All of them. All of them. All of them. The whole I Want You album from Marvin Gaye. The Isley's entire discography. Y'all stop trying to cancel Marvin Marvin Gaye retroactively on Twitter. Well. I mean, he did, I mean, he did his shit. He's, but look, full stop. His daddy also shot him. What other punishment do you want for him? Full disclosure, he's my favorite, probably favorite musician of all time. Um, Trouble Man's my shit. 
hear my dear steal my shit. But um yeah. Niggas been real for a while. Niggas been out here. I just just wanna put that out there. Um I see what's going on. Oh, thankfully no RIPs this week. Uh prayers to Azalea Banks and Lakeith Stanfield. Um Azalea Banks and, and Lakeith Stanfield have both seem to have publicly uh aired their personal issues um that have sounded very uh that have sounded like they've been having harmful thoughts. Um I know Azalea Banks has has had mental health issues for some time. Um, and people have definitely been very vocal about that when they criticize her. Um, Lakeith Stanfield was on Instagram. Uh, he was shown... Let's see. He, he It was a picture of like him pouring um, like, like vodka or something into a pill bottle. And making commentary about um, how nobody would, how people would only pretend to care if something happened to him. Um, I don't know Azalea Banks, and I don't know Lakeith Stanfield, and I know I've been very vocal about some of the shit Azalea Banks has said um, outside of this um, harmful things about uh, other people, but that's really kind of inconsequential. At the end of the day, I don't want to see anybody hurt themselves. I know D. Randall doesn't want to see anybody hurt themselves. Yeah, um, and you know there was there was an incident this week in which uh, apparently um, a mutual friend of you know of my circle of friends was exhibiting some erratic behavior on Facebook, and I and I and I found him doing the same thing on Instagram as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was it was kind of cool because you know three three different people who don't. I don't think they even know each other, but all know him and know me. Um, all reached out to me, you know, just to ask if if I had spoken to him, if if and if I knew anything about his erratic behavior. Um, and I I sent I sent a, a text to his wife just to check in. Yeah, haven't heard back yet, but um, you know the, the thing about that is if if you see something, say something. Please check in on your people. Um, at, at least try. Um, I, I was limited in how much I could do because I don't, you know, outside of having, you know, the, the phone number that, uh, you know, and being able to text, I don't really have too many more ways to approach them other than right. to involve other people. But right. Check on you people. This is, you know, we're, we're, we'll say six months into yep. a pandemic. People are definitely feeling things, um, you know, I check in with my people at work on a daily basis, and on a weekly basis, we kind of take a summary of how people are feeling. And, and it, and there are swings from week to week. Like people, people are affected in different ways, and there are people who are acting, and just in general, people who are acting what you may consider out of character based on how they normally would. Right. There's a lot. There's a lot that's happening right now. So, and let me just say, as somebody that has always been a huge advocate for personal reasons. Um, for mental health and uh, possibly uh, suicide, um, the thing that the thing that hurts the people closest to them, and uh, and let me just say, Lakeith Stanfield said the next day that he was fine and that he reached out to someone, which is good. Um, but you know, we always definitely want to have our prayer hands on on each other. But let me just say, you think 
that talking to somebody, you think that your presence doesn't affect anything. We think that the world is so big and social media is so big and that everybody should, everybody should just have the stick skin by now. That's not always the case. And if somebody has to go to social media, especially somebody famous where there are always going to be contrary commentary and hate, hateful shit that people have to endure while they're enduring a thing, I consider that serious. And if you see anything like that happening, yep. definitely reach out. If you see anything like that happening, there's I and, and if you're personally going through it, I'm here to tell you on air that we we need you, we love you, and that we want you here. Azalea Banks has said some horrible, harmful shit and done some harmful things. But I would never want to see anything bad happen to her in that regard. Ever. Um, this is a this is a rough time for everybody. Nobody living has ever gone through a pandemic before, right? And we have to find different and better ways to communicate. We can always communicate our negativity, and we can always communicate when some shit is going wrong, and we can always communicate when when our 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 our, our unhappiness with a thing, but. Positivity is is just as hard sometimes, and so we have to find new and better ways to communicate our compassion and our love for each other. Um, very important, very important. Uh, so prayers to them, prayers to you all if you're going through it. Um, we all just need to keep each other in our prayers in general. Um, on to happier things. Happy birthday, Angela Bassett. Hey, hey. Angela Bassett is 61 years old. 61, 62? 62, 62. Good Lord. Um, My God. Uh, Whatever fountain of youth, whatever vampire she has had sexual relations with in her lifetime. Is Courtney B. Vance a vampire? Might be. I don't know. I look. <laughs> if he's not, he is the beneficiary. He is definitely the beneficiary. Let me tell you something. I was just just this morning while I was uh preparing for potting today, how Stella got her groove back was on. Mm. And it now some of the drama in the second half gets a little ugly, but the first half I always, I'm, I'm one of them people. I love the first half. I always love the romance half before they start going through shit. And let me tell you something. There was a scene where she was just standing on the balcony in her nightgown. And let me tell you something. Angela Bassett looks as good there as she does now. Like, maybe better. She might look better today. And black, let me tell you something. Now, sometimes black does crack. And I know it's kind of an urban myth or whatever. A lot of times it don't. Because Halle Berry just celebrated a birthday today. She, Halle Berry is, 30, is what, 54 years old? 54. Halle Berry is 54 years old. And she looks better. Better than she did <laughs> in Boomerang and Strictly Business in the early 90s. Man, look at Angela Bassett, man. Nia Long, gotta be closer than all 50. Looks better now 
than she did in Friday. Better. These yeah. women are not aging at all. Let me tell you another one. Brandy is 47 years old. Looks the same age. Looks precisely the same. She's a little thicker around the hips, but that's fine. She had kids. Right, she had a kid. Yeah. These women and Angela Bassett for me is the is the is is in the is the front runner for this. We haven't had somebody that just looked good on into old age this way. Mm. Probably since Eartha Kitt. Like that generation kind of went out. Yeah. Like Eartha Kitt and Pam Greer. And uh, Lena Horne. You know? Yeah, looked great for a long time. Pam Grigg is still good, actually. Yeah, but Angela Bassett just gave rise to a whole new thing for us, <laughs> for the millennials <laughs> and beyond. And <laughs> she gave a rise to a few things. Yes, she did. Yes, <laughs> she motherfucking did. I won't deny it. Uh, but happy birthday, Angela Bassett. Um, really, it, I don't think it counts when you have to st- when you have to say happy birthday to somebody and they not aging. It's true, but not nonetheless. Congratulations on another lap around the universe. We love you. Keep being in things we love. Um, I don't know if she's gonna be in the next American Horror Story, but if she is, I'm in. Um, another shout out, uh, Daniel Cormier. Uh, the 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 MMA legend, the heavyweight MMA god, DC had his final fight last night mm. uh, against uh, his his rival, his his nemesis, Stipe Miocic. Um, they've been ducking each other for some time. Um, he lost. I was not happy to see that. No, but. It was an amazing fight. They went the whole five rounds, beat the living shit out of each other, and even when they looked dead tired, were giving it every motherfucking thing. This was the final fight in an anime. <laughs> hey, they were giving it everything. At least he did not go out on his back. He went out on right. His feet. He didn't get knocked out. It was a decision. Yeah, because Miocic definitely got more strikes off on DC um, because they definitely had different strategies going in. Miocic definitely wanted to get the fight over quickly because he knew the longer it lasted, the harder it was going to be to knock him out. DC came in being very conservative and strategic with his strikes, which is why he had less strikes uh, in the end count. Um... It was a back and forth. They both had some really good moments. But uh, Miocic pulled it out by decision. And uh, hypothetically, DC is done. Um, I'm a little sad about it because that means there's one less black person in MMA holding it down. Um, There's a couple of heirs to the throne, though. Curtis Blades uh, is like number three, I think. That's a fighting ass name. That's a fighting ass name. Curtis Blades. Curtis Blades. And that nigga got the Raven from Tekken haircut with the line <laughs> with the with the with the Mohawk and the lines in and shit. <laughs> oh yeah, he ready. Uh cause the next cause the Nigerian uh, Usman gotta get the fuck out of there. They they talking bad about Usman. 
uh, just in his boring matches. Even though, even though, do you want to be popular? Do you want to be a fan favorite, or do you want to win? I was gonna say DC's matches have been called boring at times. That's true too, because he's a wrestler and he yeah. tries to, and he's always goes for the grapple. Yep. But shout out to DC. Thank you for many years of entertainment. Thank you for many years of athletic excellence. Um, there will be very few people to come through the octagon um, who got hands like DC. I wouldn't fuck with him. Uh, so salute that. What else is going on? Wale wants to play. Wale wants to join the, the XFL. <laughs> 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 Ryan Gabriel sent us this, this news. You know on what though? Twitter about him wanting to be. In the I XFL. encourage that because <laughs> I want him to get lit up. That dude is five five in platforms. <laughs> dude, he's not. I mean, if he if he, he weighs more than one thirty five, I'd be surprised. <laughs> he get lit the entire fuck up. Man. That nigga don't even look in shape, to be honest with you. Like, he don't even wear adult sizes. <laughs> Come on, Not man. the Fisher-Price joints. Uh, the Fisher-Price fitted. They got a health text uniform out there. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, Actually, we'll come back to sports. Um, Cardi B got it. So, Cardi B. Uh, Cardi B has some shit to say about conscious rappers. Um, Now... Here's the thing about this. There's been a lot of... Now I gotta find it again. There's been a lot of uh, shit talking as far as um, Cardi B and her rap content and the, the content of wet ass pussy. Which is, think about that. That's the most ridiculous thing. That's the most ridiculous hill to die on of all time. Think about that. The 40 years of nasty hip-hop. The Yin-Yang Twins said... The Yin-Yang Twins said... Beat the pussy up 27 times in one song. That... that Yeah. Lil John yells skeet skeet for three minutes. Too Short has had an entire 30-year career. Too Short's whole career. Listen to Devin the Dude's verse on Fuck Faces. That alone makes wet ass pussy mad tame. But y'all decided that a black woman, that a black woman and you know a black Dominican woman. Uh, there's a lot of argument about what Cardi B is for some reason. She is a um, woman of color. She is a woman of color. That's true. But now y'all want to decide that y'all are Ivy League scholars at rap syntax and shit. Men can talk about wet pussy all the time, every day. If a woman refers to a wet pussy. It's a problem. Respectability politics come into play about it. Y'all goofy. Y'all goofy. And Cardi B got some shit to say to y'all. Quote from Cardi B. People be lying. Anytime somebody says somebody lying, that means they about to get their shit off. Mm -hmm. People People will be saying don't like hoes and they don't like that pussy talk. People love it. A lot of female rappers, they be talking about the community and the unity, and they're very woke. And it's just, they are, they are really good rappers. But you all don't be streaming them. 
And then you all be complaining because you all want us to rap about those about those types of stuff. Yeah, that's how Cardi B talks. <laughs> um, and it's okay. But there is a rapper for that. There's different rappers that rap about those things that you all want to hear. There are conscious rappers. But you all not going to them. So you can't be mad. You can't be mad because you fake like you fake like uh, talking about pussy. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and scroll there for me. And I want to point this out. And actually, I'm gonna actually Rhapsody. A lot of you niggas, and, and every time somebody a, a, a female rapper comes up talking about their pussy, or talking about sex, or talking about whatever, y'all want to bring Rhapsody into the conversation. Yep, that was the first name I brought up. Um. A friend of yours brought up Rhapsody a lot last time Megan dropped some mm, shit. Okay. Um, I'll tell you off air. Um, but Rhapsody actually had some shit to say to y'all. Um, actually, we're going to go to that. Um, there we go. A lot of times people will use me as the you should like Rhapsody because Rhapsody uh, because she don't dress up half naked. Or you should like Rhapsody because uh, she shows how a woman is supposed to be shown. And it's like, bro, you don't even have to do all that. Uh, she's talking to Talib Kweli in an interview, by the way. Mm. We'll get to him. That, that was hilarious. But if you like me, then like me. But don't come at these these other women because they choose to do their art their way. Cardi B makes conscious music because that's conscious to what she was doing. Yep. That's facts. That is, that is a fact. And and here's my thing: we don't ever hear from you niggas about these conscious, uh, more conventional in your minds, uh, black woman hip hop artists, until Cardi B or Megan Thee Stallion drops some shit. As a matter of fact, we were watching Project. I was watching Project Power. Yeah. The raps. The the there's a young girl that wants to be a rapper. Uh, in Project Power, and all her raps were written by a, a, a lesser-known rapper named Chica. I was amazed because Project Power came out on Friday. Yep. None of the none of the pseudo deep niggas were talking about it at all, and how those raps came from Chica. And oh, y'all should try y'all should y'all should uh, listen to her music mm-hmm. or Tierra Whack. And even Tierra Whack been talking about pussy. Man, look, about to show my age. I distinctly remember being of a certain age and listening to Too Short and Two Live Crew, along with the likes of a tribe called Quest and NWA and Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. All these people who 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 cover different levels of consciousness, I guess you would say. Uh, or shades of consciousness in the in the spectrum of music and i enjoyed all of them equally so y'all are basically saying you either like one shit or you don't you either like to talk about some you know either like listen to some intellectual shit or you like to listen to women talk about their pussy the fact is humanity is very complex and we're capable of liking all those things and being entertained by those things at the same time it's true um you know, in, in my in my daily walking life, you won't hear me talking about pussy quite a bit. It's true. Um, you won't hear me talking about that. Yeah. However, I like that song. 
I do enjoy that, that song. That song goes. And I could even recognize it as an appreciation of what they have and what they're working with. It, it has no bearing on my life. It doesn't affect how I see, think, or feel about anything. It's true. It is an entertaining song that happens to be about wet-ass pussy. And if you are offended by the mention of wet-ass pussy, then maybe some of you should start practicing more consensual sex. You should do some self-work. Um, and and I'll, I'll leave it at that. Um, if If... If y'all want to hold wet ass pussy against Cardi and Megan, then we get to hold Uchi Wally against Nas, which we have, which we have, which we, which have. we will continue to do. Even though I enjoy Uchi Wally, have we ever heard from the Bravehearts ever again? No, no. One, uh, a lot of rappers had them little splinter groups they try to put on that don't really go off like that. Have we heard from uh, the Saint Lunatics again? No. Like, if Nelly had 15 minutes, the St. Lunatics had, like, six. Shit. They had a 24-second clock. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they had a shot clock. <laughs> Disturbing the peace. They had time for one possession. Uh, ooh, DTP. DTP. Yeah, man. Titty Boy made it out. Two chains. He made it out. Uh, you know, he was he was... He had been involved in a couple of other incarnations before then, so he was... Well, know, that's true, too. But, you know... Yeah, it's a few of them little splinter rap groups that just that just never jump off. State property barely, barely, barely made it. And even Freeway is just a mixtape, dude. Basically, um, what else do we got? Um, let's see, Cardi B. Oh, we haven't done this in a while. It's time for our recurring segment, Drake Watch. Oh shit. Drake Watch, the segment where we talk about what Six God is doing, who Six God is doing it with, and whether or not there are coded messages to Rihanna in it. <laughs> um, wow, we're in, the, we're in the triple digits and we brought back Drake Watch. Wow. Um, let's see, what, what happened here? Oh, a new video. New yeah. video, new song. Yeah, for um, Laugh Now, Cry Later? Yes, correct. Yeah. Um. Took play, filmed it all at Nike headquarters? He filmed it all at the Nike World Headquarters in Beaverton, Oregon. Fun fact, and also light flex. Oh, boy. I've been in all those places that Drake was in. Hey! You know, um, a few years ago, you know, I, I up until the COVID era, I, uh, you know, made a semi-annual pilgrimage to the Nike World Headquarters, uh, mainly to go to the Nike Employee Store, which was also featured okay. in the video as well. Uh, one of those years, um, I'm not going to name drop, but uh, a friend of mine who happens to be a producer got an invite from someone who works at Nike oh. to, to take a tour of the campus. And of course, I was like, shit, hell yeah. And it's actually a pretty, it's actually a pretty interesting museum to okay. sports. Um, Good yes. to know. Yes, Serena Williams has her whole. She has her own building. What? Yeah, she um, she has the Tempest tennis campus. Um, it's pretty amazing. Serena Williams is a fucking goat, y'all. A course, goat. Of course, Jordan got one too. You know well, yeah, yeah. Bo Jackson has one. Um, Shut up. Yeah. Um, Bo Jackson. Oh yeah. Damn. Bo Jackson was like he was like especially going back to the eighties. Like Bo Jackson is. 
probably the greatest overall athlete, just natural athlete yeah. of all time. Oh, yeah. Um, and nice. a few other people. But, yeah, uh, so knowing that, I, I understand how much of a flex it was for, uh, for Drake to, to be there. So let's talk about that. Because I, I, I don't want to walk away from that too quickly. I didn't pull up in a Lamborghini or whatever. <laughs> or, or, I'm sorry, that was a Mercedes he was driving. I didn't pull up in that. So Drake, here's my thing about Drake. You have a lot of you have a lot of rappers that feel like they could ball. You have a lot of ball players that feel like they can rap. Yeah. Um. Not always one is not always good at the other. Some of them are bad at both. Um, Drake, I think, like I, like we were just talking about, uh, Wale wants to be in the XFL. Mm. J. Cole tried out for basketball. Yeah. Um, I doubt either of them will make it. Yeah. Um, I feel like Aubrey, Six God, knows he'll probably never be an athlete. He That's works out. He works out, and he keeps, takes pretty good care of himself. I think he knows he'll never be an athlete. No. Um, so he kind of positions himself to be adjacent to sports personalities and have a lot of maneuverab- uh, maneuverability within those circles. Um, a lot of people make fun of him being on the sidelines for the Raptors harder than the coaches. Hey, you know. I'm not gonna lie. If I had that amount of money and influence, I'd do the same thing. Facts. I'd be at every Rockets game with an Opinions Wild Black T-shirt on. Available at the merch store right available now. Available at the Opinions Wild Black merch store. Opinionswildblack.threadless.com. <laughs> uh, the other, the other part of again, that whole video was really just a Nike commercial. It was, man. And and I just, I, first of all, let me just say. It, the levels that the the levels that Drake is self aware about himself. Yeah, yeah. Because every time every time I, I thought I caught like a weak moment in the video, he made fun of it. Like the little the little clip where he starts crying. I was like, ah, see, there he is, crying yellow, in the camera. yellow niggas crying, in the, and he's making fun of it later. I was like, damn. When he was uh, when he was on the football field running a weak route, weak it was route. a weak route. And I was like, ah, look at him. And then he got he got sacked by Marshawn Lynch. I was like, damn it. That shit was funny. Get, get, fuck un- off the, get the fuck off the yard, boy. He's unstoppable. <laughs> I'm telling and, you, six guy when six guys Teflon. Yeah, and then the one guy, uh, and I, I can't remember his name offhand. The, the part where he was crying, and the guy, he's he's like oh, he's like an internet, he's like an Instagram, he's yeah, Instagram yeah. famous. You know what I'm talking about. And the dude was clowning him about crying. Yeah. Um, again, that level of self awareness. I'm just like, damn it, man. And and it goes to show that Drake has an amazing team with him that that knows how to capitalize on these things. Um, I remember Game of Thrones. Tyrion Lannister had a great line that this reminds me of. It was I think it was the first episode when he met Jon Snow. And he kept calling him a bastard to his face, which every—I mean, everybody called Jon Snow yeah. a bastard to his face. Um, never, never forget who you are. The world won't. Yep. Wear it like armor, and nobody will ever be able to hurt you. True. Drake's, Drake, Drake's entire career is Eminem's verse from Eight Mile. Real talk. <laughs> Facts. Yeah. 
And I, I just and and on top of that, the song is not whack. The song the song goes. It actually is a, actually a dope song. I now, hate to say it. Now I will say this. You know, Drake always blesses us for the summer. My thing with this song and just kind of his his output lately, I'm worried that this is that th- I'm worried about whether or not this is going to be a part of an album project or this is going to end up on one of those Lucy joints. No, it's part of his project. He he's already given the name of his album and everything. Oh shit, okay, I it's, know that. It's called Certified Lover Boy. That oh, okay. The name of his new album. See, I was getting worried for a minute because he, Oh, is, is this it? Yeah, he is has he has a heart shaped part <laughs> in his head. <laughs> this nigga knows what he's doing. He already has uh, merch that he's designed with flowers and, oh, shit. and hearts. Um, and he also has his own set of Cartier heart shaped glasses the as well. Fuck out of here. Tristan don't want those. I already know. Baby. Baby. <laughs> now, I, now, I'm surprised TikTok has not capitalized on that so far. Because we're going we, we're gonna to get a lot of jokes off about that going forward into the future. Every line. He said baby 15, 16, 15, 16 times in that song. Baby. With the close-up and the tears. Drake, I'd say it again. Drake is Teflon. Drake can use to take anything you use against him and just fire it back at you times three. This thing is Teflon. Teflon. So I salute him on that. Um I salute him. I salute I'm 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 now I'm looking forward to an album. Cause I was getting a little tired of the Lucy compilations. Well Because he knows he can just drop a Lucy compilation and we'll be fine with that. Judging by the title alone, it's it's going to it's it's going to be a lavender scented album. Mighty sensitive. Yeah. We haven't had a we haven't had a super sensitive album for Drake. No, we got Scorpion. That was sensitive. Yeah. Um So we'll pro- you know, when it comes out, we'll probably listen to it. We'll probably get our get our jokes off. Um anything else? Kima Severand. This shit has my head twisted. <laughs> Fuck. Kima Severand got cut from the Seattle Seahawks <laughs> after trying to sneak a girl in his room. But here's the thing. He tried to sneak a girl in his room like she was on the team. So she, so he put the girl in pads. So, <laughs> so speaking of Wale in the XFL... It's probably gonna look like the same shit. This is some, I was gonna say he gonna look exactly like that in them fucking pads. That's some goofy ass shit. And I saw the I saw the, the picture. That white girl got to be ninety pounds soaking wet. Who the fuck was he fooling with that? Uh, himself. That's some goofy ass shit. During you have an NFL contract, you got a job in a pandemic. You y'all may or may not even play. I say the Seahawks caught a break because they they ain't looking that good. Yeah, I mean, well, that you just you just you just lost a dumbass. Like, if somebody's dumb enough dumb enough to try that shit, let his ass go. Let me see. I I never saw the picture of the girl in uniform. They didn't show the girl in uniform. They just showed her. Oh, she was, okay. She looked like she's ninety pounds soaking wet. 
Let me see how to spell his name. You know, I nobody. Can't. That wasn't gonna fool anybody. That's a, that's about as efe effective as Solid Snake hiding in the box in Metal Gear Solid. And you always wondered how they got that shit off. <laughs> huh? What was that noise? I was wondering how I was wondering how big ass Solid Snake got away with that shit in the fucking box. Look at that girl. Look at her. Mm. First of all, I quit. She looks twelve. Mm. Let me just say that right now. She looks twelve. Doesn't that look like a twelve-year-old's Instagram photo? You know. Nah, let me let me keep my comments to myself. Man, just look. to say if you know if nah, let me let me keep it to myself. And that go and and that goes to another. And you know what? I, I didn't put this on the list. She ain't fine enough to get fired over. Let nope. me just let me just. Nope. I, that's what I'm she saying. She that's, that's just what I'm gonna say. No, I'm saying I'm sticking to it. Uh, you that's know. not somebody you need to lose your NFL contract over. If you sneak at Halle Berry in, shit. Hey, I lost an NFL contract. And I got some, I got some deals coming. Yeah, uh, I'll lose a contract over Halle Berry. I'll lose a contract over Angela Bassett. You're not. This is, and he a rookie, so he probably got suckered into breaking her off some bread. Oh, if her man. face is out here like this, he had to break her off something. Yeah, I guarantee it. Damn, dude, he dumb, bro. Yeah, he a fucking fool. Um, but as long as I brought up the whole twelve-year-old thing, let me, I, I didn't put this on the list, but this, I think this is important to talk about, especially with Lovecraft Country coming on tonight. Hey, hey. Um, well, I, 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 I it's, it's worthless announcing the live tweet right now, but I'm going to be live <laughs> tweeting Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country. I'm going to start put. I'm going to, I'm going to make a better effort to put out schedules of uh, live tweets for y'all uh, once I figure out how I'm going to do that. Uh, so, um, in Lovecraft Country is Jernay Smollett. Yep. Um, recently she was, she was quoted as saying that she has literally been sexually harassed and or sexually assaulted on every set she has ever worked on. Damn. Hopefully excluding Lovecraft Country. I don't Damn. know. I don't know if that's the case or not. Every set she has ever been on. Remember, she was, wasn't she the little girl at East Bayou? Yes! Every set ever. Fam. That, so, okay. This fucks me up for two reasons. One, leave black women alone. Um, two, this fucks me up because so every now and then you hear people get their shit off on on Twitter about and they all it always sounds a little crackpotish about how um how Hollywood is like this is basically like this underground cabal sex ring for pedophilia every now and then somebody brings this up I think Mel Gibson brought it up once maybe I don't know I don't know. Um, and so when people say it in the way that they do, it's always a distraction from something else that's happening in the news. So you take it as a little hotep crackpotish. 
But hearing this, that she's been sexually harassed on every set she's ever worked on, it doesn't sound so crazy. Wow. And with, and the fact that pedophilia has been in the news lately, it doesn't sound so crazy anymore. And hearing that this woman has been harassed all her life. And she's been in movies since before puberty. Wow. That's bad shit. Uh, uh. So now it makes so now it makes me feel like the whole thing surrounding pedophilia and the whole thing around this notion. And again, I don't have I don't have any documentation to prove this right or wrong. And I'm not saying that people are definitely right or wrong uh, as far as this agenda. But hearing things like this make me feel like this agenda towards normal, they call it this agenda towards normalizing pedophilia isn't so off base. Like it, like yeah. it's not, like it's not, like people are really out here Keeping for this well, shit. Well, there are people who are trying to there. There are people who are trying to <laughs> identify pedophilia as a sexual orientation. The fuck? Like, are you fucking kidding me? Get the fuck out of here. Because, well, well, now I heard the one that they were trying to that they were trying to write it off as a mental illness. Fuck y'all. And you're right, and that's why I said fuck that because I know the second y'all try to make it a, a mental illness. The next step is y'all gonna make it a sexual orientation because it's just who they fucking are. It's just how they're wired. Fuck that. Just so y'all know, in all cases, that shit will end with hands. Guaranteed. Just, just know, your mental illness will become a physical illness as well. You goddamn right. Trust me. Fuck with me and mine. Black hands matter. Shout out to Herman Cain. <laughs> God damn. It. Still being a dick. God damn it. Still being a dick. I knew it. From the gates of hell. <laughs> I did see that shit. <laughs> Tweeting from Herman Cain's Twitter. Now, we all know that was probably his team or yeah. whatever. It, it was just in bad taste. I don't even know what Herman Cain I'm was talking even, about. You know what? Matter of fact. It ain't, you know, they did that shit on purpose, though. They had to. They, did, they, just they didn't knew wanna, that shit was going to hit. Like they didn't want to show their hands. They just wanted to be like, shit, you still got his password? Shit, actually, yeah. I knew it. I knew it. I'm just going to put that under his shit. That's that bullshit. That's brilliant. Nah. That's that bullshit. Man. So, fuck Herman Cain. Fuck Herman Cain. Fuck normalizing pedophilia. Um, (laughs) Because a lot of people are like, uh, aren't you dead, bro? Right. And P.S. Fuck everybody that ever sexually sexually harassed Jernay Smollett. Who doesn't... Who's never problematic? Who doesn't say any? Who doesn't do anything to anybody? She just drinks her water and minds her fucking business, and puts that. And usually nowadays puts out good shit. I watched a couple of. I mean, Underground wasn't my shit, but you know, it wasn't bad. It was what it was. Yeah, it was. You know. Well, they they've since changed the name of Herman Cain's account to the Cain Gang, so like I guess his family Jesus is running it. Christ. That's, that's like one letter removed from the chain gang. Come on, y'all. America descendants of slavery. You gonna anyway? Get the fuck out of here, man. Yeah, no, I. <laughs> Goddamn. Oh yeah, there it is. The Kane gang. 
Look, y'all are one one letter away from chain just gang. Just one. Just one. Come on, man. It doesn't even sound good. I know we're going to talk about this later, but Coonery is, is entering a new renaissance. A whole new level. This is a new golden era for Coonery. Cause, because, but you know why? Because advocacy, because white supremacy has entered a different lane. And so when white supremacy enters a different lane, advocacy has to escalate to get with it. And where there is lucid, sober advocacy, there's always going to be the batshits. And the batshits got to keep up. They got to keep up, man. And the batshits are doing shit, are doing shit like blaming people for not descending from slaves. Um... We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with more foolishness and fuckery. You are listening to Opinions While Black, sober conversation with the least sober team in podcasting. Pour up. And we are back. Uh, we are black. Yeah. We are opinionated. Woo-hoo. And we are drunk. I'm drunk. I would say I, I, I've been drunk since the show started. I'm going to finish this cup just on principle alone. Um, just know that, that I'm going to suffer. <laughs> I'm going to suffer. I'm glad that I'm at home. Please and don't have your wife mad at me. <laughs> we are standing. We are sitting right in front of the couch. That is probably where I'll be sleeping. Where you will be. <laughs> um. Oh. It is, it, with that, it is time for white people must be stopped. Skirt, skirt. Um, we got a pretty straightforward one today. Um, this is a, now, this is from BuzzFeed News. This is, this is the article. This is the headline. Now, we really shouldn't have to go past the headline for this one, but we will. We received documents, BuzzFeed did, we received documents showing how the feds monitored Black Lives Matter protests. There was only one mention of white supremacists. Uh, now, we shouldn't have to go past that. However, the email from Federal Protective Service Commander in Philadelphia, from the Federal Protective Service uh, Commander in Philadelphia, was stark and alarming. Apparent anarchists are numerous and are attacking banks, public structure, and statues, he wrote on May 30th. This is when the shit was really hitting the fever pitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, under the subject line... Ongoing violence toward law enforcement. They are, quote, they are discussing burning down the Federal Reserve. Okay. Now stop right there. Nothing about burning down the Federal Reserve serves the interest of encouraging law enforcement to not kill us. They didn't mention white supremacists. They probably don't have to mention white supremacists. But I'm willing to bet the people they were surveilling that were talking about burning down the Fed were white. Uh, yeah. <laughs> were white libertarians. You've worked with them. The motherfuckers that you work with at, at that, that, that you work with that can't stop harassing people in the break room about, uh, about in the Fed. And, Ron, and why Ron Paul didn't get a fair shot. You've talked to him. They're always talking about LaRouche, the LaRouche pack. And, and going on about Lyndon LaRouche batshit yeah. ass. Yeah. Oh, man, you know what I'm talking about. 
Um, as the country erupted in, pro in protest after a Minneapolis police officer killed George Floyd on May 25th, the federal government scrambled to respond, dispatching a range of federal law enforcement agencies in a sweeping effort to police the demonstrations from coast to coast. In Portland, Oregon, in Portland, Oregon, and Washington, D.C., those efforts drew widespread condemnation after videos showed authorities using tear gas against protesters in Portland, detaining them in unmarked vans. Now, we, now, many of you that live in these large cities will, of course, know that this was happening, uh, that this was kind of the case in a lot of these places. I know Houston, they had buses, whole buses, school buses, hot-ass school buses with that wall unit AC ready to take motherfuckers away after they per, they they created a perimeter around the block yes to trap them so they couldn't leave to, and told them to go that way oh I, I can't go that way and when you say you can't go that way they detain you um uh where was i records obtained by buzzfeed news through the freedom of information act I love when they get that shit off. You got to get that shit off now. That's a that's a great line for a journalist to get off nowadays. Got to hit them with the foyer. That's right. Um, reveal that officers from at least one federal agency, the Federal Protective Service, a division within the Department of Homeland Security, arrived at protest scenes braced for combat. Braced for combat. Cardboard signs are dangerous. Used correctly. Um, I have never met. I have never seen any footage of a Black Lives Matter person with a weapon in their hand. Nothing says my life is in danger like seeing another person sitting Indian style on the ground. You know what they were. You know what they were doing in Houston. They were downtown, right on the train line, playing Uno, sitting in the middle, in the very center of downtown on Main. Indian style. Socially distanced, by the way. Playing Uno. If they were real, they'd be playing spades, though. That's a hard... Well, I, well now look, now let's not just... Let's not downplay Uno. Uno is a hard-ass game to play socially distanced. It is. It is. Because you want to get in somebody's face when you hit them with that draw four. And you gotta... And, you know... It takes time to come up with, with, with the rules. Like, are you stacking? Are we playing doubles? Yeah. Or, you know, are we doing it like that way? Like, how much time do I have to say Uno when I got one card left? Because, you know, niggas would try to say no Uno before you even get a chance to get down to one hate card. That fucking rule. You know no what I'm saying? No I hate that shit. I'm just saying, like, let me let me let the card. Let me let the card still in my hand. I ain't even touched the deck yet. Oh, no. See, I, I said it. Figuring out what rules to play spades by is just as hard. It is. Everybody, every region has a different has, has different spades rules. Mm -hmm. I've learned this. I'm I'm slowly learning this. You know, I came up from the Deuces Wild school of spades. Oh man, we take when, we see at TSU we take out the deuces. I'm just saying, you, you got to do what you got to do, man. See, it, it's it's all different. Um, but, but I can adapt. You know, the the thing is, you have to have a conversation ahead of time on on what the ground rules are, and, and I, that's and hard I, to have socially distanced. That's true. That's hard to have socially distanced. Maybe that's why there aren't a lot of game nights popping off uh, within social distance rules. Well, most competitive card games have to be played in close proximity because you got to be sitting at the same table. You got to be, especially with dominoes, you got to be able to break the fucking table at some exactly. point. Exactly. Like when you really get in somebody's ass, you got to make that shit bounce. See, I'm that nigga that knows what you're about to play. 
and knows what domino I'm about to play two plays before. Go ahead and so play I got it. the domino in my head. Go ahead and play that three five. Play that one. Whatever you got, I got an extra five. I on show it. my Watch dominoes. It. This one gonna hurt you. Yep. That domino gonna hurt you. Oh, you gotta, uh, go go and play right there. I know you ain't got no more threes. Go and play it. Go play and play. The three. it. Play get get your deuce deuce out. <laughs> get your deuce deuce out, and come get your head, buddy. Come get your head beat in. I'm just saying. Yeah. So I all this is difficult to do socially distance. Um, and it's difficult to detain somebody playing dominoes socially distance. Yeah, that looks crazy. So anyway, with all that to say, um. No mention of any of the white people. And and it now it doesn't say black or white from what I can see in any of these little notes. But I can tell you from all the footage I saw, and I watched a lot of that footage when shit popped off. The only people that seemed to be really committing violence were the white people. Yep. I remember when they tried to break into CNN headquarters and there was a whole standoff with SWAT. And it was a white boy in front of all the black people beating the window in with his skateboard. I remember that shit. And 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 Houston mimicked that. All the cop cars that got fucked up, white people. No mention of that in this do- in this documentation. Mm. I bet I bet if if we go through if we go through and they name names, the only names named are black people. I bet you. Probably. And it's and and it's hard to tell now, especially after watching Panther a couple of times. It's hard to tell now, even more so than it was, whether or not these were people infiltrated by the police, whether these were these people that just scream Antifa, mm-hmm. Antifa, or it, or people with corporate interest. There's all there's all level of people with interest in this now. It's all of them. It's all of them. It, it, it very well so. It could be all of them. And I, that's crazy to me. And I think it's, it, I just think it tells us even more so to be very aware. And there are plenty of, av- of, of uh, activists that have whole lists of shit that can tell you um, how to duck some of, the, duck some of these issues. Like, if you're going to go, turn your phone off before you go to the protest site. Leave your, leave your phone at home, actually. Take a burner phone. Right, right. Because your your phone phone can be tracked. Every time you hit a uh, every time you hit a tower, it shows where your phone has been. Take a burner phone. Yeah, yeah. And when you're done, send that shit to yourself. Break the phone. No, I haven't watched too much TV. I'm just saying. I, I will say burner phones are still a thing. Burner phones are still. Yeah, that's still get matters. you a good go phone. Go go phone. Good Metro PCS. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Fucking cricket. Anyway. Send your racist stories, your racist uh, real life encounters, along with your um, along with your listener letters, your questions for myself, D. Randall, or any of our guests. Please send all of these things to opinionswildblack at gmail.com or log on to opinionswildblack where you can get in touch with us through any of our social media venues, be it Facebook, Instagram, and or Twitter. Also, buy merch. Where can they find it? They can uh, they can find it at the Opinions While Black merch store, uh, opinionswhileblack.threadless.com. What do we have this week? Oh, what do we have this week? Did we talk about what we're doing this week? Not yet. We'll, we'll surprise them with it. We'll drop we'll drop something on them. Um, thank you all so far for buying the the titty shirts and the the logo shirts and the wild black shirts. I we really wanted to get that one off. Yeah. 
uh, tailor personalize your blackness. That's that's the idea. Personalize your blackness, even if you're not black. Podcasting while black. Get it for somebody who is. Get yeah. You know, you if you're listening to this podcast and you're white, you have a black friend. You other than me. Yeah, I'm like, um, you know, get get it for a black friend. You know, if you want to buy me buy me one, I will write podcasting while black on my shirt. Um, and there's you know, get a marker, and whatever your thing is while black, do that, and rock out. All my homies in interracial relationships. <laughs> get it for your black children. <laughs> oh, be an ally. Do that too. Be an ally. Get get someone some black ass merch. Um. And don't worry, we got something down the pipeline for the white people, for for the white people to listen to this shit, because I know y'all get it. Yes, we do. Uh, we'll be black. We'll be back with your listener letters in the top three STFUs. Uh, just a moment. You are listening to Houston's most savage podcast. Pour up. And we're back. We are black. We are opinionated. Good lord. We are drunk. What, 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 what happened? Angela Bass's Instagram. Jesus Christ. Sorry. It's just not a not. There's not a single non-fine part of her going on at all whatsoever. Um, it is time for your listener letters. Oh. Um, that's somebody who got us on the Facebooks. Candace Griffin asked, "What up, Candace? What up, Candace? Uh, you look you look great with the mask on. The the mask looks great. Um, you talk gleefully uh, about receiving Amazon packages often. I saw a post that said, go to your orders. This is on the desktop, and filter by the last thirty days. Ooh. I'm interested in how many orders y'all have received." I'm at, this is her, she's at uh, 20 in 30 days and 55 in 90 days. I will do better than that. I guarantee it. Are we, we going on the desktop with it? I'm going on the desktop with it. All right. I know exactly where to go. I think I need a new damn type cover for my Surface. Or else that would be different. That would definitely be on here too. Um... I got, in the past 30 days, I got 12 orders in the past 30 days. This is actually light for me. Um, 12 orders in the last 30 days. And in the past six months, 123 orders in six months. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) I shit you not. Oh, man. And and part of it and and a, and a big chunk of it is the fact that I buy a lot of sparkling water, and Amazon is the only place I can get, I can reliably get the eighteen packs that have like the variety packs in them, and they're dirt cheap, man. They're they're, they're these, like sometimes I mean if you get a single flavor, you can get one for like six dollars, eighteen pack. All right. So the past thirty days. Oh, only five. Um, That's not bad. Past three months, seventeen. 
Um, you have a past three months option? Yeah, on here. Yeah, 17. Uh, let me see. Oh, I have a past three months. I just have six months. That's fine. Uh, it's probably that not that much less the past 36 is the beginning of the year. But this also doesn't count Whole Foods. Ah, so my, you do pantry. Yeah, well, I do. I yeah, I do the Whole Foods, and that's once a week. So right. how many weeks? Carrot to twelve. Yeah, just add like twelve to that. No, we're talking five months. Uh, yeah. twenty. Yeah, just add like twenty to it. Okay. So okay. yeah, I mean, it, it, so let's just say between me and my wife, and no exaggeration, boxes show up at our house six days a week. <laughs> Six days a week, easily, there's Jeez. a box showing up at our house. I had to calm down. The first month, I was wilding. The first month, I was wilding because I first got, because it was first when I first got my severance check. Oh, oh, yeah. And I knew there was some uh, shit I wanted. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then, you know, if you factor in. I'm still doing all right, but I had to, I just had to calm down. I was getting tired of all the fucking boxes everywhere. Man, we had to create our own recycling center. Yeah, here in the house. I was getting sick of that shit. Nike's getting more orders than they should. Oh, H E B and Kroger are also getting that. They also getting that work. Uh, DoorDash. I mean, yeah, man. DoorDash. Ah. DoorDash, definitely, man. I'm See, about, man, I'm about to start fucking with Uber Eats, bro. You man. know, Uber fucked up. You know, Uber and Allen and them fucked up last week. Man, fuck uh, Uber. Uh, Uber Uber Eats is fucking up. Yo, shout out to my boy AA Ron who gave me his, you know, because last week I talked the importance of, you know, knowing your COVID score, your credit score, yeah, and also your Uber, yeah, rating. I bet he's a five. No, he's a four point eight, and he's like, I'm out. What? I'm with Lyft. Yeah, I'm then, then, then fucking. I'm divesting the Lyft. <laughs> I'm divesting the Lyft. Divest from Uber. Uh, Uber now Uber Eats they got one more time to fuck up with me. Oh, last night was a clutch moment and they did not come through for me, um, uh, which is rare for them. But Uber, uh, I'm I'm divesting my whole family going to Lyft <laughs> so we can get all the fucking coupons. Um, actually, yeah, I I, I was light on the orders uh, this month. I actually just. I actually just ordered four fucking things. I ordered, I ordered some hand soap, and it all showed up in different packages at the door. <laughs> I ordered some hand soap because uh, they had my they had my brand I like. Uh, they had I I ordered some more sparkling water, and I just ordered a copy of Lovecraft Country, the the book. Yeah, and another one somebody recommended to me, The Deep. By River Solomon. Mm. Now, don't ask me how these books are because I'm not going to get to them anytime soon. Yeah. Because my man cave is wall to wall books. It's like me buying shoes. Like, why the fuck am I still buying shoes? I'm not giving any of them away. I'm buying shoes and I'm wearing, like, I, look, I'm wearing socks and flip flops today. Usually I'm just barefooted six days a week, seven, almost seven days a week. Like, what the fuck am I doing, y'all? Yeah, man. Capitalism got us. This is my cry for help. <laughs> This is my cry for help. Capitalism got us completely by the balls. Uh, Flawed Glory asks, why? That's it. That's my question. That is probably the most appropriate question that anyone can ask at this point in history. Man, I don't know. Um, My answer is usually, whatever whatever your why applies to, my answer is commonly because human beings are deplorable life forms. I was going to blame white people, but yeah. I mean, white people, sure. 
I, but my investment in humanity, humanity, even after we get rid of racism, homophobia, all the phobias and the isms, humanity's still going to be terrible. Divest from humanity. Real talk. That's the name of the episode. Real talk. Um, divest from humanity. I like it. Hal Allen asks, I have an Avatar question. What do you think about the shipping stuff that has come back since uh, Avatar came back to Netflix? He's talking about Avatar The Last Airbender. Uh, also, do you like? Do you think the live action show will be good, even though the creators are out? This is an easy one. First, uh, first part of that question: the shipping is weird because so many relationships happen on that show. And by the way, people my age, when they say shipping, they mean relationship. Relationshiping. Relationshiping. Like, like their fantasy versions of who should hook yes. up on the show. This has nothing to do with postage, not at or all. packaging at all. Um. Uh, there's enough shipping that happens on that show that I don't I've never seen the need for people to hook other people up like this whole thing with Katara and Zuko that's weird because even even if we're to believe the mythology that they've all gone on to be fast friends and everything we can be cool it's never gonna leave my mind that you spent a year trying to kill me mm. kill Kill. <laughs> to death. <laughs> to death. Not only that, but kill my best friend so the whole world can just descend into darkness forever. Oh. That's a lofty goal. Not only that, not only kill her best friend, not only try to kill her best friend, but kill her best friend who went on to become her boyfriend. Okay. So he got out the friend zone. And absolutely. And still got killed. No, he didn't die. Okay. He didn't die, but the you did you never watch after? I've seen some episodes. I haven't watched enough oh, okay. Avatar to follow like the whole narrative. Okay. Well Aang, but, I, but I know what you talk about for most well, yeah. of the shit. Zuko Zuko tried to kill Aang and when he figured out that his his father, the Fire Lord, was full of shit, mm. he eventually joined Team Avatar and um overthrew the Fire Lord and became the king himself. Okay. And they all became fast friends. And Katara finally kissed Aang, which we were all waiting for. And they went on to have kids, so forth and so forth. I also know enough to know that we don't need a live-action version of it. So, as far as the live-action version goes, no. No, it's not going to be good. And let me, let, me, let me express something to you. Um, as somebody who is a diehard Avatar fan... If Brian and Dante are out, the, the creators, if Brian and Dante are out, I don't need to know anything past that. I'm out. One, because we've seen what happens when they're not in creative control. Mm. Shout out to M. Night Shyamalama Ding Dong. Uh, second, those two have a very concise idea in their head of what diversity looks like in a show like that. They have a very concise idea of what, um, of what it looks like to be progressive, and it's not a hard and and we've seen from Avatar: The Last Airbender that it's not a hard formula to follow. And they've even taken this formula into I think, I think it's Dante that works on the Dragon Prince, on Netflix, um, and that. That inclusiveness and that diversity can come off that can be can feel very natural. Mm. It doesn't feel forced ever, and 
to deviate from that to for what I read the for what I read the the mandate for Netflix is is a little bizarre and it shows that Netflix has, Netflix was once like the house of ideas yeah like you bring your ideas to Netflix and we'll and we'll give you a little money and you can turn out a show now Netflix is sounding very typical major studio-ish yeah and they I mean they have to be because um a lot of production houses are owned by their respective studios and those studios have their own streaming services now and so, so they have to get competitive yeah yeah but in in their competitiveness it it's turning some people off because it feels a little try hard Especially with the last, with the last air, with with Avatar: The Last Airbender, because they say they want to make the kids slightly older, so they can involve more blood and sex. Mm. Who the fuck goes to Avatar: The Last Airbender for sex? Mm. The same niggas who mad at wet ass pussy. Let me find and, and let me find out there's some people supporting this. Let me find out y'all out there beating it to Princess UA. Get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> That's ridiculous. You know somebody is. <laughs> now saying, I said it. Yeah, you know somebody is. Just hey, just don't go looking for something you don't want to find. Instagram fan art is a real thing. <laughs> just, let me just say that. Instagram fan art is a real ass thing. Um The People's Critic on Instagram. Tim, what's up, Tim? Uh, asked the NBA playoffs are around the corner. What NBA player do you hate the most? Uh, oh, this is a tough one. There's uh, a couple. There's a couple. No, uh, there's not a couple. Draymond Green. Yeah, I was, I was going to say he's well, right. Well, Draymond Green's not in the playoffs. Uh, and? <laughs> he's an NBA player. Oh, well, yeah. They didn't say what NBA player in the bubble do we hate the most. So, yeah. Draymond Green, a.k.a. Basketball Derek Jackson. Damn. It's like he has the looks. He, it's like he has everything that we should hate in general. He has the looks of Derek Jackson <laughs> and the brain of Charles Barkley. Uh, who I'm convinced is the only basketball player to, to have CTE. That's, that's possibly true. That's possibly true. And a close second for me would be Russell Westbrook. Uh, really? I never, never really? liked Russell Westbrook, ever. Man. I, what a dickhead. I fuck with Brody, man. I do. Like, he, I, I, And he is performing. He is performing. Let me not, let me not discredit. He is performing. I also think he's kind of a dickhead. <laughs> and he's performing... Imagine being on a team where you were where where you were putting up triple doubles and you were and you were flexing about your triple doubles on a team that didn't make the playoffs. True, true. Yeah, I'm, this is before the Rockets, mind you. So if we, if we are talking about the bubble, and I'm looking at the teams that are still left in the bubble as the playoffs are about to start, finally. Have you been watching the bubble at all? Oh yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Right. And, right. and just real quick, I'll say that. Bubble basketball is probably the best basketball I've seen in years. I was going to say. Every game is competitive. The Suns. Devin Booker is a beast. Are undefeated. Yeah. And still not going to the playoffs. And still probably yeah, <laughs> not going to the playoffs. They're, they're, it's already a wrap. They're not going. Um, if there is a player that I dislike, and this is based on history, 
not necessarily anything that they've done recently. Sure. Dwight Howard. <laughs> Dwight Howard is still trash to me. I, I've 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 never been a Dwight Howard fan. I didn't like him when he came to Houston. I've always thought he was overrated. Even back with Orlando, he was just he just all shoulders and no post moves. I didn't like him on the what was when he on the Lakers. He's on the Lakers now. Yeah, he's on the Lakers now. I didn't like him. I didn't like him when they brought him to Houston. Look, I didn't think he was worth the money we were paying out for him. He's not a man of principle. He don't have that same energy. <laughs> Kobe Bryant once called that man a pussy and called him soft to his face. Uh, and now he's wearing Kobe's. Okay, so this uh, is not tasteful to say po- posthumously. But when he was alive, Kobe Bryant would have been my answer. Oh, yeah. If he was still alive, I would say Kobe. I, 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 I've, always had, I've always been adverse to everything he stood for. I got some of his shoes. So he had some clean shoes. So... I fuck with that. Anyway, but yeah, I, uh, I don't. There's yeah, there's no one that that's playing right now that I really hate. Hate Draymond Green. I just hope he just steps on someone's foot. Draymond Green, step on a Lego. Yeah, just, step on a Lego block. Bro. I just need to see a compound sprain or something, dude. Eat a black owned dick. Really, I fuck Draymond Green. Breathe with your mouth closed sometimes, man. And Russell Westbrook, man, man, come on, man. God, just come on, man. Come on, man. It's just a goofball. Like, it's just a goof. Like, ah, he's all right, all right, all right. I'll leave him alone. I'll leave Russell. This man wants. Get us to the. Man, he get, wants, get us a rank, bro. He once faced a rumor reporters and said, with a snarl, a snarl on his face, Y'all niggas tripping. <laughs> he said that. Okay, he got that shit off. Come on, man. That. He got that shit off. You gotta, you gotta get that. You know what? And, 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 you know, my sister, shout out to my sister Latanza. She likes Russell Westbrook. I I will give Russell Westbrook another chance. I'll give I will give Russ another chance. Get us a ring, bro. Even though anybody who gets a ring this season, they're gonna say, they're gonna they're gonna say the bubble season didn't oh, yeah. count already. I'm I'm, I'm with it's them It's gonna too. be a dry hater that says the bubble season, especially didn't count. if the Lakers win. Wink, well, wink, Tim. If, if the Lakers if the Lakers win, the bubble season don't count. Yeah, it, it doesn't count. Period. Or uh, Dallas wins. I like I like Luka Doncic, but. Fuck Dallas as a city. I'll say I like Luca. I, I like Luca. I don't like Dallas. Fuck Mark Cuban. As a as a label, as a crew, fuck him. Uh, Terry Crawford. What up, Terry? Terry Crawford asks, "How about a live Zoom pod session, and we can pop in with questions and comments?" <laughs> we could try that. Should we, you want that? Or we could do. Or maybe we could do like a Q and A. Yeah, uh, or an AMA. A and A alcohol in it. Okay. Hey, um, if you hey, we'll figure out something. We'll figure it out. But hey, be prepared for there to be a stipulation like you have to drink in I order need to participate. Y'all to have something in your hand. I, I need y'all to be drinking with us. As soon as that camera pops up, I need to see a red cup. Real talk. And 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 a, a listing of the contents of that cup. Or an opinions while black cup because uh, opinions while black merch store now offers drinkware. Yep. Mugs and uh, mugs and tumblers. Uh, Opinionswhileblack.threadless.com. Ex <laughs> um, the Maestro asks, who are your front runners for the folks who need to shut the fuck up this year other than the obvious ones? We're not going to give you that. Woo, it's, it's still, there's still so much it's, time between now and the election that... It, I, the, the, the right answer should be that it's a heated race right now, but we've seen from the first six months 
that anything can happen. Anything. It's... There are people that have had a meteoric rise. Yeah, I, I will say, like, if there was a if there was a, an award for, like, most improved or, you know, person who has just excelled beyond our wildest expectations, like, to this, to this point, it would probably be Terry Crews. Um, but there are a lot of contenders to the throne this year. And, I, and, and I'm pretty sure that there are a couple of people going to step up that we don't even see coming. Oh, the debates are coming. Oh. So Joe Biden is up for a title defense. Ooh. You know, our winner last year was Joe Biden. Him and the him and the current champion are both debating. That this is this is compelling, Bruh, wow. Let me tell you something. The, the Joe Biden, the the current title holder, is taking on a Hall of Famer, for which the award is named after. <laughs> the Donald Trump Award for Excellence in Douchebaggery. Let me tell you something. That is going to be insane. And, and I, I, I was just about to go on record before we brought this up as to say that I wasn't going to watch the debates. I am. Now I am. It might get live tweeted. I'm, I'm definitely, I'm live tweeting. We, okay, we will live tweet it. Yeah. On our respective Twitters. Um, I, might get, I might give Randall a password. He can just get his shit off. Fuck it. Um, Look, I, I'm, what I'm not going to do though, y'all, I'm not going to play any drinking games for these debates. <laughs> <laughs> I still got to work. And Real talk, I ain't doing that shit. Like, there, like somebody's gonna destroy their liver doing any kind of drinking game. You in right. these debates. You motherfucker. You right. And all I got is hard shit. All I got is uh, at home right now is tequila, and a big ass bottle of Knob Creek. You see what I got, man? I still got some shit over there. I shouldn't even be. Knob Creek actually went into this drink. That's probably why. I understand. That's probably why you feel the way you feel. I I, I see that now. Um. Uh, and uh, last but not least, Euphonic wanted us to talk about Project Power. Okay. Um, Project Power was fun. I, I you know, it, it it's not the it it wasn't the best. Oh shit! Superpowers have been invented, and it's all fucking chaos. Uh, story ever told, but it was fun. I think Netflix has Netflix has found a lane for movies that are kind of in that. I'm not going to pay. And, 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 and I think part of this is, I, I think a part of this is the Marvel effect yeah. on movies. Like we're at a point now where we go to the movies whenever the world recovers um, for, for the experience of watching a movie and not always, and I'm talking about people in general and not always for the content of the movie itself. Like you go to a Marvel movie because you want to be there to feel the reaction. And it's, yeah. it's, an, it's an, it's a, those are movies that are built for, the theater right um and then you have other movies which you know like like the old guard for example yeah a good movie would i pay to see it in theaters maybe not maybe not but it, it doesn't diminish what it is it's just that we're seeing now that movies work different ways on different formats and i feel like project power is another one of those movies that agreed it works well in the netflix format it's a popcorn movie that you watch at home it's not a movie that I'm going to put on shoes to watch, but I I still enjoyed it. Honestly, even if it were a popcorn theater movie, I still ain't paying money to go see a movie with Machine Gun Kelly in it. Very true. That's 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 actually a very a very good point. Let me just say that um, Corey Colson, right? And it's funny how white people get money; they start using their real names. The whole name, right? Let me uh, let me let me go ahead and be and and tell you about Project Power. Is that one? I think that 
I think that was fun in the context of what we know superhero movies to be now. Yeah. Um. It was. I. I. I think that it's only. It's one of those movies that is only digestible in the context of Netflix. True. Um. I think Jamie Fox did a pretty good job. I. I like that Jamie Fox just. Every role he plays now, he just doesn't shave. Yeah. He just doesn't shave for like three weeks or something. I think this was character. I think this was the best X Men movie that we haven't seen. <laughs> right. Yet. Uh, and and like seriously, one the one thing I kept thinking when I was watching, I was like, if Marvel was still rocking with Netflix, this would have been a good X Men one hundred movie for Netflix. One hundred percent. I could see it. Um. Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt pretending like he's from New Orleans. <laughs> uh, hey, mixed, at, mixed response. At, at least he didn't try a Creole accent. That's true. That's true. He went on and just acted like a backwater, yeah. back, yeah. backwater white boy. Yeah. Um, Courtney B. Vance is keeping work. <laughs> hey, he had to get Angela a birthday gift. <laughs> look, look. When all you when all you have to do at this point is is live off your residuals, sit at home, and um watch Angela Bassett be naked I, I'll take whatever the fuck work I want to yep. <laughs> and people don't realize because people are going to clown Jamie Foxx for this role Jamie Foxx is entering it, he's got to be entering his 50s he's in his 50s he's in his 50s okay Jamie Foxx is in his 50s and that means when you're in that lane where you've already you've already got platinum albums you've already got a an Oscar you're entering that lane where you can just take bullshit because who gives a fuck? Right. You can just take bullshit and get the back. Let me tell you who. Let me tell you the white people that have been doing this for years: Harrison Ford, mm. Liam Neeson, <laughs> Jeff Bridges. I know Jeff Bridges got one more bag in him because he's about to do a Tron Three. Yeah, I mean, you know, he also got a little bit of that. I mean, he got that Iron Man Two bag also. Let me also let me also say real quick. No, he was Iron Man One. Iron Mickey, Man One. Mickey you're Rourke right, was you're Iron right, Man you're Two. You're right. You're right. Mickey Rourke was doing that shit for a while too. Hey. And let me just tell you a real quick on a side note because I am a Tron fanatic and I'm a little mad. It took ten years of, of Avengers movies. It took Disney investing in every other property. It took an economic failure and a recession and a pandemic. For us to circle back around and get a Tron 3 movie and we still have to suffer through Jared fucking Leto. Jared Leto was Jared Leto was his name was in the running for Tron 3 a decade ago. You mean to tell me that the suits saw saw Suicide Squad? And they said to themselves, we can make that work. Get the fuck out of my life you mean you saw him showing his ass in real life getting too much into the joker character and they said and they said he that he was suitable for that bullshit the only reason i'm the only reason i'm psyched about tron 3 is for the same reason i was psyched for tron 2 which is visuals and daft punk um, i gotta hear both sides <laughs> we'll, we'll see I, I, i'll pass judgment when i see something um, defund Jared Leto. <laughs> <laughs> That's my problem. Defund Jared Leto. Get the fuck out of my face. Um, but all that to say, Project Power was pretty fun. 
I'll probably watch it again. Do oh, and the black, the the young black girl, Dominique Fishback is gonna be something to watch. Yeah, she's. I I guarantee you, she's gonna be in one of these little uh, lean away joints or something. I can see her doing a season of The Shy. I hope Marvel scoops her up, puts her in the next minute. Real talk, real talk. Get her as one of these mutants, man. She'll be hella fun. Yeah, I, yeah, I like the sound of that. Um, so yeah, Project Power was fine for me. I'll give it a seven point five, maybe an eight. Yeah, out of ten. That's about right. Seven point five out of ten is fine. Uh, shout out to Jamie Fox, still working. Uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt doesn't fuck up or do any, or do anything problematic. So shout out to him too. Um, Joseph Gordon Levitt just another one who looks about the same yeah. and just drinks his water and minds his fucking business. Yeah, he's Paul Rudd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paul Rudd looks the same as he looked in whatever he was in back in the day. Freaks and Geeks. Freaks and Geeks. Wasn't he in Reality Bites? Sure. No, no, he wasn't in Reality yeah. Bites. No, no. Anyway, um, that's your listener letters. Um, opinionswhileblack.gmail.com is where to find us or any of our social media outlets that can be found on opinionswhileblack.com, including Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. It is now time for the top three STFUs. Woo. Man, who are the top three people that need to shut the fuck up? A uh, couple of runners up. We got the Megan and Cardi haters are runners up this week. Okay, they got to shut the fuck up. They were going because they were residually going pretty hard from last week, and uh, they they're just running out of steam and they're running out of ideas. That's why they're not in the top three. Y'all just need something to be mad about, man. I had something to do. I understand y'all are bored. There's there's like nothing to do and. The hip hop heads, there's nothing to be angry at. Yeah, so just you know, go read, uh, go read books. Really, read books. Or do something like stop, stop scrolling, stop scrolling through Instagram and TikTok all the time, man. Just, just read something that'll find something to do. Damn, I'll suggest, I will suggest a book for you. If you need something to do, I will suggest a book for you. I'm pretty good at that, with or without pictures, with, with or without. I won't judge. Um. Speaking of Megan and Cardi haters, specifically CeeLo Green. What the fuck did he say? Apparently he had some shit to get off about wet-ass pussy and how he didn't really care for it. Guess what? Let's have a new rule where rapists don't get to have opinions about what women do. I was going to say, I mean, usually a wet-ass pussy insinuates consensual. Um, if you stop raping people in their sleep, then maybe, then... You'd have a different experience. So, you know, but there's that. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's yeah. just a thought. Maybe it's you, CeeLo. Maybe it's you. Aren't you only like your third wife? Mm. Maybe it's you. Um, Nas is also a runner-up. Nas had some shit to say about <laughs> Doja Cat. Like, he had, like he, had, he had a diss line about Doja Cat in whatever this new song is he has out with Hit Boy. Look. Yeah. Listen. This is not a defense of Doja Cat. Doja Cat has said some fucked up shit and she's been problematic as of late. Fuck Doja Cat. Having said that, Nas is a little old to be picking fights with 22-year-olds. Yeah. And it's like when Ice-T was getting this shit off about Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy ate that ass up. And it just looked bad on him. Yeah. Like, Nas could invest that same energy in, into, you know, talking to someone like KRS-One, who's being very apologetic for pedophiles. Yeah, um, a rape caper, or you know, just he can go directly talk to talk to, you know, address African Babata himself. Like there are there are age appropriate 
fuck niggas to yeah. talk about. Uh, Terry Crews, Kanye West. True. And notice, and and notice how none of these motherfuckers have shit to say. Uh, for all the hip hop heads, whenever you bring up people that are age appropriate, people from their generation, from the gr- the golden generation of rap, they don't never have shit to say. You know, Russell been on the run for some rape cases. Yeah. Russell caught a rape case. Quavo. You really want to put, piss on somebody from the current generation? Quavo. No, not Quavo. Takeoff. Takeoff. Takeoff has a rape case. You ain't got shit to say about that. You wouldn't picked on this little girl. I mean, and like I said, fuck Doja Cat. But still, there's a lot, it just looks bad on you, bro. Especially when you when you were beating when you were beating Khalees's ass for the better part of your marriage. Oh, how about woman beaters don't have shit to say about what women do? Oh. Uh, having said that, the number three person who should shut the fuck up is Mike Pence. <laughs> I am gonna try to play this. Um, Mike Pence said something so batshit in nature that I, 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 I almost don't have words for it. The California senator that he named as his running mate said during her short campaign for president that Americans needed to be, and I quote, educated about the effect of our eating habits on our environment. Senator Kamala Harris said she would change the dietary guidelines in this country to reduce the amount of red meat. Americans can eat. Well, I've got some red meat for you. We're not going to let Joe Biden and Kamala Harris cut America's meat. Okay. First of all. First of all, pause. (laughs) First of all, I got some red meat for you. Is a crazy line. <laughs> he never said to his wife. <laughs> oh, you know what? If you bold, Team Oz, if you bold, I want you to text somebody in your phone. I got some red meat for you, and and, and screen cap that, and show us what the response is. And if they're not trying to whip your ass. <laughs> So right there, I got some red meat for you is a sick line. Having said that, we're not going to let Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Second of all, Mike Pence and all you white and all you white people getting it wrong, it's Kamala. Yeah. Kamala Harris and and Joe Biden, I assure you are not out to get your meat. <laughs> And neither is his wife. <laughs> oh, damn. Oh, hi-yo. Um, let me just... And, and this is what we have to look forward to in the debates. This is what we have to look forward to in the debates coming up. I'm going to tell you what, though. She going to destroy his ass in the vice presidential oh, debates. Harris going to level him. I mean, she leveled... We all, we all saw she leveled Joe Biden, her running mate, in the debates. Yeah. Uh, I just this is the kind of 
non-lucid things. I was watching. I don't, well, I don't know if I was watching. I was watching Andrew Yang in some interview, and he did have a point that the debates have just degraded to a point where they're not helpful anymore, and it's turned into. True. It's turned into the games. It's turned into gladiatorial games, which it, are just kind of a distraction. It's turned into rap battles, basically. It's rap battles. It's exactly that's rap battles. It's smack is. DVD. Yeah. For people obsessed is. with the Beltway. <laughs> like, dude, someone, the whole fall. Now, again, he's intentionally misinforming people. Yes. Let's, let's get that straight. He's intentionally misinforming 100%. people. 100%. Establishing dietary guidelines does not equate to people taking away your red meat. At all, whatsoever. And, and, and people from that side of the, the political spectrum love telling people what somebody else is trying to take away from them. They're trying to take your guns away. They're trying to take your red meat. No, bitch. They're trying to prevent obesity, hypertension, and all the other shit that Americans deal with that other countries do not. And if that means saying, hey, you know what? Try eating some vegetables. You know what Mike Pence needs to, needs to do? He, you know what he needs to be trying to help prevent right now? Fucking COVID. Worry about that. Because I doubt anybody in that crowd either A, had a mask on, or B, was social distancing. I'm good with either one. All of them. I, I'm just going to assume everyone he's speaking to in this, in, in this lecture has coronavirus. Which, um, you know, shit happens. It is what it is. Mike Pence... Find find a new way to part your hair and shut the fuck up. Number two is Akon. Um, if you haven't heard if you haven't heard the name Akon in a while, it's because uh, it's because you know you've listened to other music since two thousand and three. Yeah. Um, Akon, the former singer, rapper, whatever the fuck he thought he was. Has been in Senegal. Has been back in his home place of uh, Senegal in Africa, uh, working on getting people uh, lights, getting people electricity, and creating a power uh, an energy grid there. Good for him. And um, um, innovate, putting his money towards innovating in new ways of sustainable living in Africa. Dope. Having said that, he also said recently in a Vlad interview, because of course he was talking to Vlad. That American, that American black people need to get over slavery. Like, like over, over? That we need to just stop looking at, focusing on the past. So when we are dealing with institutions that were born out of slavery that were intentionally designed to suppress us and are still active today, we should ignore all of that. That's what he said. Mm, okay. Um, okay. That doesn't even need a lot of unpacking. Akon is just... I don't... First of all, first and foremost, stop fucking talking to Vlad. That's, that's first. No, nobody that ever had a good idea started talking to Vlad. Because Vlad is just the focal point of all bad ideas. If you got a stupid ass idea that nobody else wants to hear, Vlad wants to hear it. And y'all be happy to talk to him. Stop talking to Vlad. Stop talking to these gatekeepers that just want to capitalize on the ridiculous shit you say. That just want to capitalize on the, these, gate, these, these, these visitors to our culture that are gatekeepers. That just want to capitalize on the vile, goofy shit you say. And never hold you accountable for any of it. Stop talking to him. 
If you got it, look. If you if you got a silly if you got a silly thing to say, say it to one of your own people. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. You fucking goofball. And, and I'm not even touching on the slavery thing because that doesn't even need unpacking at this point. Get over slavery. You sound like the white people that you ran off to Africa to get away from. You sound like the white people that commit that that were responsible for apartheid. Right? That happened in Africa. You sound like the white people that came and took your ancestors and brought them to America in the first place. You sound like the oppressor. The oppressor wants us to not talk about it. So Akon, shine your forehead. (laughs) Keep bringing energy and sustainable living to your community and shut the fuck up. Really. Honestly, shut the uncut two disc uh, ultimate edition DVD fuck up. Shut the fuck up about our shit. About our shit. You ain't even from here. You wanted to get away from here. You wanted to get away from here so bad. What the fuck you got to say say about us for? And the number and the number one person who should shut the fuck up is Mrs. Safari Samuels. Really. So he's still a thing. Safari has never had a good idea in his head, and he still doesn't. But in the advent of wet ass pussy, he definitely had this to say. <sighs> Shit. Smack you right across the face with the big ass dick, and he and the, and the cover is is him with I'm going to assume his wife. I hope that's his wife on her knees with her face in front of his crotch, with the back of her head in front of his crotch, with his pants pulled up all the way. By the way, and his pants are pulled up, but she's supposed to be filleting him. Um, I can keep this one very simple. Safari has always been a trash, try-hard-ass nigga. In the time that he has been away from Nicki Minaj and moved on to greener or stranger loving hip-hop pastures, Safari Samuels has proven himself to be a try-hard-ass nigga. Anybody who has to have a second hairline implanted, wow. Anybody who this thing has an OnlyFans, dog. Like I, this thing is proud of his sex tape or his dick pics on the internet. Um, and now he has this. Let me just and and not even not even dinging on Safari's try hard lame ass. Men, black men, we have behaved so badly. In the in the coming of wet ass pussy, 
We don't get to we don't get to do the sporty thieves, no pigeons, yeah. flip it remix. Let it go. We're not allowed. We have behaved so badly with this bullshit. We're grounded. We don't get to do a male response to this one. We gotta let we gotta shut the fuck up and let the women get their shit off. Shut the whole fuck up. Grab a grab an economy size, family size box of the fuck up and shut it. <laughs> the Sam's Club version that's like two box that looks like they put two boxes together and two, made one. Sap, shut shut both of them up. Shut both of them up. And they got two bags in them and shit. Yeah. Shut both bags up. Safari got to chill on this one. Safari, a lame-ass nigga, and I let him go about his lame-ass ways because he's, he's funny on Love and Hip Hop. But this is too much, my nigga. Girl, you fucking with a big-ass dick. He don't even sound good. You don't even... Mm-hmm. No, I ain't playing the rest. It's nope. horrible. It's yeah. horrible. I'm good. And then, he, and, then he, and then he was rapping in Patois. You got to keep letting us know you... You got to keep letting us know you from Jamaica. Man... This is horrible. This is horrible. It's pretty bad. It's very bad. It's very... And the funny thing is, all the niggas that got shit to, shit to say about how bad WAP, they think WAP is... Son- I hate this word. How bad it is sonically. Ain't got shit to say about this nigga. They also probably aren't paying attention to him either. Well, that's true too. I also feel like it's a, it's another it makes another case for why men have behaved so badly. We shouldn't get to have a male response to this one. Yes, and we should just shut up and Safari and starting with Safari, shut the fuck up, please. Um, D. Randall, have we done a podcast? Oh, we certainly have. We have done our we're in triple digits first triple digit podcast. Yeah, um, uh, it's been going well. Uh, I'm I'm not I'm not going to say any numbers. Yeah, no, no me. I'm neither. not going to say any numbers, but what I will say is there is a certain goal absolutely that Oz had in mind and for the end of the year, mind for you. the end of the year and that goal will probably be hit in in August. Thanks to all of you. Um let's just say that the chart for our numbers is looking like a covid chart. Yeah, it is. It really is. <laughs> uh, y'all are not flattening the curve at all. Y'all are not flattening this curve at all. Uh, and for that, again, we thank you. God bless y'all, man. <laughs> this is the realest shit. Because I, I tell you, if we, if we, if we, if we go the way we could go by the end of the year yeah. at this rate, it might be we might hit that second wave. We might hit that second <laughs> wave, and this is gonna this this is it's not gonna be a different podcast, but it, it, we're definitely gonna be in different conversations yeah and that's really what i want for the end of the year because hopefully i really want us to be look seeing light at the end of the tunnel covid wise in 2021 and the second outside is open team oz is gonna be it's gonna be a whole new ball game for team oz for opinions while black the 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 possibilities are endless I'm going to wait a few weeks after the outside is open. But agreed. I, but agreed. I, but I get your agreed. point. But I get your point. Yeah. Um, having said that, we will be back next week with more foolishness and fuckery. Until then, I have been Oz. I am still D. Randall. As always, forever imparting titties. Show us your shirts. Show us your shirts. <laughs>